The Y Experience with JJ Cannon, sponsored by Digital Delight, making holiday tech shopping easy. Take a look at their website at digitaldelight.com forward slash shop, where they are featuring six must-haves to turn your basic home into a smart home. Support the Y Experience with JJ Cannon by becoming a Patreon. Every month, the Y Experience will receive a regular source of income from supporters like you who've pledged through Patreon. Having your ongoing support for as little as a dollar a month means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you. Hey everybody, how are you? Thanks for joining us again. I'm JJ Cannon and you are watching and listening to The Y Experience and we're only 14 days into the new year and a lot of us have set resolutions for eating right, exercising regularly and getting our mind right. So how's it going so far? How are you feeling? Are you still on track to meeting your goals? Are you excited about what's ahead of you? I don't know. You know, it's the new year. Everybody sets uh, new year resolutions, including myself. And sometimes it's a struggle. If that's you, I want to hear what you're going to do. Um, let's see. I want to hear what you do to get going. What motivates you? If you have a secret, drop it down in the comment area. Let us know what gets you going on a daily basis. Some people are challenged with low energy and feel stuck in a rut. They visit doctors and everything looks good, but you just don't feel right. So today we're speaking with a health coach, a good friend of mine that might have a couple of answers to getting us going in the right direction for 2019. For all of our new viewers and listeners, I'm JJ Cannon, CEO of Digital Delight. I'm a 20-year husband to an absolutely incredible wife and two beautiful young girls. I co-host another show called The Digital Ramble, a show about ever-changing environment of technology. I also help uh, with our industry um, CEO. I'm sorry. I also help and assist with CEDIA, our workforce Develop working group in finding ways to bring new talent to our technology industry. All right, I want to encourage everybody to share, like, and follow. You can find us on YouTube as well as on Instagram. Also, check us out on our podcast for Anchor and iTunes and Spotify. There's 11 different channels. So, I want to say hello to our guest, Kelly Cutsinger. She's a native Houstonian, a mom, a blogger, clean eating enthusiast, and a total fan of all things clean and natural. Kelly was motivated by a health journey in her family to start the blog Cleanly Consumed. Cleanly Consumed highlights all kinds of good, delicious, clean eating recipes. And this blog also put her on a path for helping others who face similar challenges. So. Hello, Kelly. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the Y Experience. I'm so glad that you stopped by the show today. Thank you so much. You know, there's a it's lot. So yeah, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, face struggles for me. You know, it's the new year and I'm always trying to set new heights and new goals for myself and for my family. And, um, you know, 2019 or the beginning of the year always has some challenges. So take us back. Tell us, start 
from several years back, you got fed up with how you were feeling. Like, you were just tired of it. Tell us about that experience. What got you started? I felt felt terrible, and it was horrible. Lots of nights with no sleep. Just you feel so bad, and you feel so sick that you literally can't sleep for days on end. Right. Like I went seven days without sleep once, and it's horrible. Seven days without yes. sleep? Oh, my goodness. Horrible. Is this like headaches or stomach aches or both? A little bit of everything? I think, you know, every day your symptoms just are different mm-hmm. because, you know, you're not doing the same things every day. Mm-hmm. Were you exercising during this time as well? or I was exercising and dieting and, you know, I've always kind of been a healthy eater. So right. I was eating healthy and um, doing all those things that you're supposed to be doing. So, yeah. So you thought that you were doing the right things. You were exercising, you were, you know, dieting and still... There was something not quite right. Did you visit with doctors? I mean, was this serious enough to where you're like, hey, I need to talk to somebody about this? Right. I made the rounds on all the different, you know, kinds of doctors. And, um, you know, they just didn't have any answers. I looked great on paper. My labs were great. And keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, you're getting older. And so um, that was about six years ago. Mm -hmm. And... Although I was aging, I was still young. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not supposed to feel like that at 40. Right. So right. Um, you're not on the downhill slope. So I just had to become, I thought I was a health advocate before, but I had to become my own advocate to really right. dig deep and find out, you know, why I felt so bad. Right. And so what, what made you start thinking it might be with, you know, when we say diet, in this term, we're talking about the food, the intake, not necessarily not trying to eat. But what made you start thinking it was the diet, your intake that you were eating that was not making you feel well? Well, I had gone to some of the groups in the in the community. Um, Bel Air Young Moms is one of those groups, and they'll have events for moms. And one of the events was a functional nutritionist, so not a clinical nutritionist that would follow the FDA guidelines per se, the pyramid that we all grew up with. It was more rooted in organic living and pesticide-free, chemical-free type living. And so I was really intrigued with what she had to say. So that was kind of what started my journey with, you know, really finding out um, how our food was, you know, how it came from farm to your table, what all was in that process and how that would affect your body. Mm -hmm. And and getting this information was eye opening to you. I mean, it it really was shifting and it impacted your whole way of thinking about eating. Is that correct? As well as what you were providing for your family. Oh, it was a complete paradigm shift. I thought that I had been living healthy before and how I would shop. And then I learned how to read labels and really, you know, dive into what nutrients were in food. You know, you would you live to um, not live to eat, but you live like you're you're supposed to eat like your life depends on it Mm -hmm. because it does. So it's just a shift in thinking. And you felt it was so necessary to let others because you knew there was others that were experiencing the same thing and you felt that you needed you know uh, essentially start a ministry of telling other people about what you found some success in and you started a blog is that right i started a blog um kind of as an outlet for all the information that i was 
all the new information that I was gathering kind of to organize it. And not everyone shares the same passion as you do at the same level of passion that you have at that time. So having a blog and a creative outlet just was something that I really needed. Mm-hmm. And so getting it off your Get off my chest, yeah. Get off your chest, but in a very public manner. Right. You know, that that other people could extrapolate the experience that you were having that, and they could add to it or, you know, ask questions and maybe mm-hmm. be impacted on their own. So doing that, you know, people need, you know, I, I have written here, you know, I want to go into the health coach aspect of, of how this blog, did, from the blog, did it create a the path to becoming a health coach is that is that where that happened at it's yeah it started as a blog and then as my health journey and my healing unfolded for not just myself but also for my kids mm-hmm. that um, I started meeting these uh, really passionate driven practitioners that looked at things at a more integrative functional type manner and I had found myself um, being told time and time again, you should really, you know, charge people for the information that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. And I know that part of that huge piece of that puzzle is knowing what practitioner to go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being able to, to point towards the right person that might ben- be beneficial to whatever that person's ailments might be right, or how they might uh, be being affected. And I have on here, like people need all kinds of coaching. Some people want to be a better singer and so they get a voice coach, right? You know, some people want to be a better performer and so they get a, a stage coach. And, you know, some people want to feel better but don't necessarily know how to go about getting that. And they've tried alternative, well, the traditional means. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they need a health coach, which is the, you know, the gap that you help fill. Right. Um, and get people guided. So what are some of the symptoms that, that people that you see? Is there a big one, like a big listed one that you're seeing a lot more people have than, than others? So it's really interesting that every, you know, our technology and our understanding of health from a functional manner is constantly changing just like your industry. Like you're constantly having to keep up with it. And um the tests that are available now, you know, are just tell so much about your genetics and the nutrients that your body is needing, and um, your your although your symptoms look fine on labs, your skin expresses um, it's kind of like the the red flag, like the last way that your body can say I'm feeling horrible. Aren't you listening to me? Whether that's you know psoriasis or eczema or a skin expression, so I do see that a lot. And these tests also talk about toxics that are in your that are in your body as right. well. Exactly. Can you can you share a little bit about that? I, I've had some of that in my family's past as well, to where uh, one of my family members had way more aluminum in their mm-hmm. body than than what was normal, and I was shocked. You know, aluminum. How does that? But yeah, that's that's. Uh, if you have too high of level of, I would suspect anything, it's not good. And I don't think that they're always testing in your traditional hospital for those types of chemical makeups. Is that right? Or Right. I mean, I hope one day, I know that, you know, as we advance, I think we'll see a lot of changes over the next 10 years in medicine. Um, but as far as like heavy metal, you know, toxicity, there are some tests 
that, you know, at-home kits or, you know, through a practitioner that you can do where it doesn't hurt. You just, you know, they can do a, a metal analysis um, out of your hair. Mm-hmm. There's um, all these different options um, for just an array of people, whatever their needs are. But the um, practitioners that are available, you know, either distance or within the city, you know, there's a right practitioner for everybody. So that's part of what I do is help bridge that gap of finding that right person. And so are you mainly focused on the Houston area of knowing practitioners here, or do you have a large network of people throughout the country or at least have access to somebody that might be able to get some assistance for people? Right. So one of the Facebook groups that I have is really just for practitioners. So the practitioners that I've started building this network with, and if we do not know right offhand for this particular client or this person um, who they should go see, we kind of put like an all points bulletin out to to network and find somebody that would be a good fit for them, whether that means in Houston or outside of Houston. I work with a gut restoration company as well. And it's really been great to increase my network to help others. So I can search by zip code and then I know the right terminology to use when I call a practitioner to find out if that would be a good fit. I'm feeling better already knowing (laughs) that there's somebody I can call in case I don't get to feeling better. Hey, friends, I greatly appreciate I see that we got a bunch of uh, viewers here on Facebook Live. Thank you for joining us today. I want to encourage y'all to like the Y experience if y'all have not yet. Also, I want to encourage y'all to go over to Kelly's pages as well. Cleanlyconsumed.com is where you can find her online. Also, she has a Facebook and an Instagram page at Cleanly Consumed. I'm going to have all that information down below in the description for you so that if you want to find out more about her, you can definitely do that or get in contact with her. You can do that as well. I want to also encourage people, if you would, please drop a message or a comment down below. And uh, while I have Kelly on here, maybe she can help answer some questions that you might have. Uh, That being said, are there some healthy living tips? I mean, just like, I just, I just, there's something going on and I just want to start living a little healthier. What are three things that somebody can do just right off the bat, some easy that they can do to instantly get a step up on starting to live healthy? Oh, that's, that's a great three steps. Because I think sometimes people get overwhelmed. You know, they think they need to go cold turkey and just throw everything out of their house and they get overwhelmed. And that just kind of hurts your success rate. So I think three things that what you would see positive effects fairly quickly are looking at the beverages that you are drinking in your home. So um, cleaning up all of those. Of course, you know, no one wants to hear this, but just drinking it as much water as you can, but also from a clean source. Um, we get our water delivered from a company that's in glass bottles. So we're, that's two things. We're removing the plastic out of our, um, you know, bottled water, and we're taking out all those chemicals that come through the tap in your home. Um, you could take it a step further and get a water intake filter, but really just getting the clean water, you know, that you're drinking throughout the day. Looking at your coffee, is it organic? Um, is it organic? Is it processed the right way? Just looking at the beverages. Um, the second thing that I recommend is tossing out your cereals. Um, they're quick and easy. Um, all the little googly eyes and the smiley faces on the cereal aisle are real attractive to the kids. Um, but really, they're they're just they're a box full of dyes and and synthetic. Oh. 
uh, nutrients that that really our bodies can't even process or utilize and You're so it's really i know how about lucky charms no. i mean it, it says uh, lucky so unlucky oh, they're yeah so unlucky. okay and then the third thing would be tossing out salad dressings because it's really easy to make your own you get that good fat and then you you have the um the nutrients and the support from the herbs that you put in there and they're super easy to make my blog has if uh-huh. when you subscribe you have um six um, a mini ebook that's six simple salad dressings at your fingertips. Fingertips, super easy to make. Salad dressing, homemade salad dressing. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it right now. I'd love to have a chicken salad this evening with some homemade salad dressing, honey. Just uh, okay. We got some Facebook comments. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. We're going to address those here in a second. Now, whenever you try to make this shift, and these three healthy living tips are fantastic but man you want to take my cereal away are you kidding i do how do you how do you do that with your kids i mean with your kids you can kind of tailor them into a healthy living diet but how do you how do you do that like uh, is there any kind of rule or anything to to help get you going down that path well, I think we kind of grew up on you have cereal for breakfast and then you have some orange juice and then, um, you know, that was your weekday breakfast growing up as a child. But really, you don't have to eat breakfast foods for breakfast. You can bring in that salmon from the night before. Um, you can use your veggies from the night before and scramble those into an egg scramble. And there are a lot of things you can do as far as a smoothie and finding some great clean whey isolate powder if you want to to make a protein shake. Mm-hmm. Um make some instapot oatmeal they're really quick morning alternatives mm, i like that some some selection in the morning outside of A the box. traditional box yeah outside the box i like right. that we're gonna have to use that all right what else we got going here oh so you know whenever you're trying to eat healthy how is it dining out i mean are there some restaurants that really focus on you know clean eating trying to strip out all these preservatives and chemicals and pesticides you know i'm sure there's some restaurants that that are keen on this and want to try to help you that's just part of your you being your own personal advocate and the advocate for your family which is a learned trait Mm -hmm. to be an advocate it does not come naturally and finding out those restaurants that do make things from scratch and um when Years ago, when I was in in full force healing journey for myself, I would bring my own food with me to a restaurant. You know, we're thankful that now we live in an era that people understand people's allergies and food sensitivities, which there's a difference between the two. And you would bring in your own salad dressing. You know, Mm. that would be skip the salad dressing and bring your own. Right. Right. And, you know, when you go out to eat, I mean, do I have to, can I have a glass of wine? Is, 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 does... Trying to live healthy, does that mean I can't have a glass of wine? What does that mean? I think that when you are out eating, you know, I like the 80-20 rule, and I don't know if we're going to talk about that a little bit later, but it's about making the cleanest, best decisions that you can at the time where you are. So if you are out to eat, um, for me personally, I like to find restaurants where I can bring my own wine in um, unless they have selections of wines that are cleanly crafted. Mm -hmm. If they were organic and vegan, which most people would think that wines are vegan already, um, but they use a lot of animal 
um, parts for filtration and the processing of the wine? And what if somebody has an allergy to that particular um, animal sourcing? Mm-hmm. And they don't know why they felt sick after they consumed it because maybe they have a fish allergy or they have you know a bovine allergy. So, and um, wine is not labeled the same as a, as a food would be. Mm. There's no wine ingredient listed. I see. And so you don't necessarily know what's in what that you're wine. drinking. Oh, no. Now you brought this beautiful bottle of wine in and it's a Chardonnay. And could you tell us a little bit more? I guess oh, this is Scout and Cellar. It is Scout and Cellar. Tell me a little bit about this. Well, it's funny because Scout and Cellar was created um, by a lawyer that turned sommelier. She wanted a a new um, passion um, for her career, and um, but then she found that she felt horrible after she would drink the wine. So she scouted out different wines and really found out why. She became her own advocate, and she found out why they were making her feel bad. And she discovered that a lot of wines um, were using pesticides in the process, you know, on the farms, and um, added the um, added you know, preservatives to keep the wine fresh and they had added sugar or the really, you know, red robust robust wines had um, purple dye in them. And so those are all things that your body would have to process out. So the next morning or the next day, you're like, why did I have that glass of wine? So that was kind of the whole genesis of why the Scout and Cellar Company was created. So they would do the scouting for you so that you would be able to make one more clean Um, change in your life. So I would bring Scout and Cellar with me to those restaurants that allow me to bring my own wine in. And if, and we have a lot of people who love their wines and I have put a link down in our description uh, that goes through the clearlyconsumed.com website. And if you're interested in learning more about the Scout and Cellar selections for clean wines please take a look at it down below and click on it in the description and you can learn more about some clean wines some clean crafted wines it's about making just those small changes every day whether it's your soap or your shampoo or your food or your box cereal or you know whatever you're drinking it's just little tiny changes that make a big difference over time and the little tiny changes (laughs) add up to big changes over time now you were, I, I, I skipped over it. You're right, the 80-20 rule. What's the 80-20 rule? For those that aren't as familiar with it, what is the 80-20 rule? So at one point I was having a 100% rule that I felt so bad that I could not alter my diet any way, shape or form. So now I am so excited that I have gotten to the 80-20 part, which is you eat clean 80% of the time and the other 20% you just make cleaner choices than you would have in your past life. Um, But when you're out and you're out with your friends, um, having that 20% kind of like cheat day built in so that your success rate is just a lot higher and more fun. Those 20% friends, I tell you, though, I'm still a 20% friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, something something that's that you really enjoy about being a health coach is that you're a stay-at-home mom and you and you can this allows you to stay at home and there's a lot of other moms out there or or ladies there are a lot of moms out there that, that stay at home but they want to get engaged you know they want to maybe 
one maybe have some some healing they they could be feeling these same symptoms that you were uh, describing earlier mm -hmm. but some of them might want to get into helping others feel better better as well um, and you've started a, a, a well you, you started a blog called balance life collaborative that helps these moms have a platform to to expressing themselves can you tell us a little bit about that Sure. So I was kind of a um, self-taught blogger, which is kind of the long road. So I think that one thing that I noticed in after being a at-home mom for 10, 11 years, that you kind of don't realize how much you miss adult interaction where you're really growing, you know, personally. And I've just met amazing people along the way. And so I opened part of my blog for collaboration for Balanced Life because I'm not an expert in any area really, but I'm not an expert in all the areas of, of a balanced life. So like finances and you know, f having fun and thinking outside the box and being creative or a DIY person, or if they're a public speaker or faith or all the differences, all the different areas of life and fitness. Um, so these bloggers that I've kind of reached out to that are, uh, that that is what their focus is, then I feature them on my blog and we've kind of created this community called the Balanced Life Collaborative. I see. And y'all just bounce ideas as well as uh, information inside of this blog. And so if people are looking for the blog, they would look up Balanced Life Collaborative. They would look up Cleanly Consumed and within that blog, um, that's a good marketing <laughs> good marketing strategy for myself. They have to go to my main blog mm -hmm. and within that blog is the Balanced Life Collaborative and they click on that and there's all these different sections of life where if they're looking for um, someone to speak just on that one topic, it's available to them. Cool. People, y'all check that out. It's the cleanlyconsumed.com yes. blog and within the blog, there's another blog called the Balanced Life Collaborative, and you can uh, participate there as well. That's moms making mini drawers to put <laughs> stuff in, yes. Organization, <laughs> organization, no doubt. All right, let me see here. Healthy living alternatives, and this is the last thing that I wanna to touch on because we got a couple of comments here as well, a bunch of hearts and some thumbs up going there for us. Thank you for the feedback. Um, healthy living alternatives, you know, so sometimes people are eating right, but there are other ways to finding healing. And one of the things that you touched on yesterday when we were talking was what Methodist Hospital is doing, you know, through their through one of their programs. Could you share with our listeners uh, and watchers about that? Sure. It's you know, it's real exciting. And Houston's a great place to live. You have a lot of really renowned people in the city that are practicing, you know, health and wellness. Um, Methodist Hospital is making some strides. They had last year their first functional medicine conference, which was really exciting for me to see a lot of people in traditional white coats mixed in with some non-traditional practitioners that were integrative minded, all in the same room being excited about um, bringing the two together. And one of the things that I have learned since then was Methodist also is making advancement using um, music they have a composer that's actually working for methodist and they use imaging to for people that have um 
neurological injury or neurological illness and they use these tracks of music and they will image their brain before and after therapy to kind of help with the neuroplasticity, the healing of the brain. And so they have, I believe they have five different therapists. I I don't remember their title if they're um, um, music therapist or what their title is, but there's five on staff. And it's just one thing that Methodist is doing that kind of stands out, you know, among other hospitals. And then they also have events that they have during the week. So, like, um, a couple weeks ago, I Ubered down to Methodist, and I listened to them over lunch and then Ubered back to the house. So you can stop in for lunch, and somebody there's music. In the lobby. In the lobby that's mm-hmm. playing. Is it piano music or guitar or I a mean, variety of selections? I mean, they had a harp, you know, harp and a flute, and I mean, it was like their own little wow. symphony, right there. Their experience, and it was really neat to see That's the patients lined up on the balcony and people coming in and out for treatment. It was just really relaxing. It was just a really neat experience. That sounds like an incredible experience and very impactful as well. Seeing all those people, you know, come out of their rooms and right. absorbing, you know, the music, and I can see see how it's healing, definitely for sure. Uh, Kelly, let's go to our comments on Facebook real quick. Okay. Let's see what we got on here. And, Mike, if you just start up at the top there and scroll us all the way up to the top, I want to say thank you for everybody joining in. Israel and Karen Santana with Santana Bell Bonds, always great supporters of the show. Julie Mallon with Heroes for Children always tunes in. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Michelle Herrera. Yes, so true. Thank you for uh, for dropping a comment. Melissa Oldham, fantastic clean food recipes on her blog. And yes, Thank absolutely. You. What is one of your favorite recipes? Like if somebody was to jump on there, you say, go here, you can't lose. Let's see. Is there one that you cook like on a regular, like your family's like, mama, I want you to cook that one again. I love it. You know, it is so funny, and when I am cooking, I do not always like following a recipe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, But I know not everyone's like that for me. Mm -hmm. So I really tend to like cooking more than I do baking because I don't like having to follow a recipe, you know, exactly. Um, But, you know, my kids really like the dark cherry chicken. Mm -hmm. Um, It was something that I had at a restaurant. Are you taking notes? And I just remembered how much I liked that the dark, I mean, chicken sometimes gets blah. And so I really liked um, how I cleaned up the recipe where you can use balsamic and some cherries and you can reduce them down. And so you're really just using the natural sugar and the balsamic to give it more flavor and then just top it off with some basil. So it doesn't really have to be complicated when you're cooking. It doesn't have to have a lot of ingredients. Mm -hmm. So that's one that our kids like a lot. So, not a lot of ingredients. Right. I know that makes a lot of chefs in the kitchen happy. But it still turns out tasting delicious, and it does your body good. Right. Looking at the nutrients that your body's needing and eating for what your body's needing at the time. I think somebody had asked a question of how much that some of those tests typically cost. Um for maybe some of the the health practitioners that I send to, and they range. I mean, sometimes a health insurance policy will help pay for those and sometimes not, or a cash discount. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can say, because I've taken several of them, that they really do make a difference. Mm -hmm. And the practitioners, that's part of my ministry, where I send people to 
practitioners and then I encourage them on that protocol afterwards and the practitioners that I have relationships with have really good price structure and they do a really good job of explaining and motivating them and, and letting them really understand why their body's needing that. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's see. Do you have a checklist to go by to help kickstart clean living? That's a great question. Thank you. I do. If you subscribe to my blog, I have a series of emails. It's not email overload, but it is a series that walks you through some steps. Um, you know, salad dressings and then your beverage guide. And every week you'll, ha you'll add something else to your clean living journey. Well, I tell you what, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to have to go to the house and clean out our pantry of chips and cereal. All right, let's see. Man, Melissa, she's got all kinds of good questions. Easy with a rotisserie chicken. She's got three to four easy chicken salads. I love it. Sounds delicious. Doesn't it? I know. Okay. Is that it, Mike? Are we all the way scrolled? Fantastic. Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I want to, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to strive to eat a lot healthier and get uh, my family chef to help us in that uh, in that direction as well. And everybody, please check out Kelly's websites and her blog. It all starts at cleanlyconsumed.com. And from there, it just branches out into all kinds of different knowledge avenues. Uh, like her and subscribe and follow her on Facebook and Instagram at cleanlyconsumed. And again, all that information is going to be down below. Mike, if you could please bring up the tunes. I want to thank everybody for joining us today. I want to encourage everyone to seek out their why in every experience they create. Ask yourself, why am I doing what I do? And what is the effect it is having on me and potentially others? In addition to that, ask, is it a positive return or is it not? I hope in everything we do, it is for the better. All right. See y'all next week. I am JJ Cannon, and y'all just have a fantastic day. Take us out, Mike. The Y Experience with J.J. Cannon, sponsored by Digital Delight, making holiday tech shopping easy. Take a look at their website at digitaldelight.com forward slash shop, where they are featuring six must-haves to turn your basic home into a smart home. Support the Y Experience with J.J. Cannon by becoming a Patreon. Every month, the Y Experience will receive a regular source of income from supporters like you who've pledged through Patreon. Having your ongoing support for as little as a dollar a month means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for you.